Well, hey, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, so today we're going to have an episode that's maybe a little bit more of a rant and uh, advice more than really digging into biblical passages and doing more of a message. Um, look, sometimes life just happens, right? Like sometimes things happen in our life that maybe we weren't expecting or perhaps, you know, we've just dug ourselves into a deep hole. So today we're going to talk about what happens when we mess up. We all mess up as part of life, right? Like we, we make mistakes as humans because we are imperfect people. Um, but what happens when we mess up and it's like a big mess up, like we really messed up? Um, what should you do and how do you handle that? And, and so today we're going to talk about that. Um, look, I have messed up. I've messed up plenty of times. You know, I'm a grown man. Uh, I've you know, childhood, teenage years, college years, adult. I've made mistakes all throughout my life, okay? Yes, I'm a youth pastor, but I've still made plenty of mistakes, and I've messed up big time in a lot of those cases. Uh, And I've also worked with teenagers for over two decades, and so I've seen a lot. I've heard a lot. I've counseled a lot of teenagers that have messed up and messed up pretty big. So, Here's my advice, okay? Again, I know this is the Truth For Youth podcast, and we usually dig into some good biblical truth. This is going to be more of my advice, my opinion as a follower of Christ, as a youth pastor for many years, um, as a Christian, as a father, uh, as a friend. You know, this is my advice. This is what I recommend. When you mess up, because you're going to mess up, okay? Okay. Now, the scale of the mess up is the, is the big variable, right? Is it something small? You know, you, you, look, and I hate to even say small, okay? Because sin is sin, right? But, you know, you, you cheated on a test, right? You cheated on some homework. Yes, that's bad, okay? Do not recommend doing that. But what happens if it's, it's a little bit bigger deal, right? There's more consequences involved. There's uh, a little bit more at risk, Okay, and that's really what this podcast is going to be more geared towards is advice when it's a, it's a bigger mess up. Again, let me say, sin is sin. Okay, so in God's eyes, if you cheat on a test, it's the same as murdering somebody, the hatred you have in your heart. Now, life is not going to treat it the same way, right? And your consequences are not exactly the same. You know, you may get... Yeah, you may get in pretty good trouble at school if you cheat on a test. You, you may get a zero on the test. It will affect your grade. You could potentially get suspended. You could get kicked out of the class. In college, you could easily get it, um, you know, kicked out of that class. You could possibly even get kicked out of the university. So, yes, there's, there's consequences. But obviously, if you murder someone, there's some serious consequences, right? You're going to jail. Uh, heck, you could potentially be executed, you know, the electric chair or lethal injection, or I don't even know what the latest is, but, but there's some big consequences, not to mention the emotional stress, the emotional consequences and the internal consequences that you have to deal with on the, on the greater stuff, you know? Yeah, you probably are going to be bothered by cheating. You know, if you have a conscience, it's probably like, yeah, you know, I didn't earn that grade or I feel bad. Now the teacher thinks of you differently or sees you differently, you know, thought you were a good kid, but now 
They see you as a cheater um, versus, again, major consequences. You're going to have a lot of guilt. You may have trouble sleeping at night. You may have trouble just, you know, doing normal daily activities. So how do, how do you handle all this? You know, what, what do you need to do? Well, I've, I've come up with a, like a 10-step program here, all right? The Micah's 10-step, I've really messed up. Uh, and I say steps, I mean, they're kind of steps. They're like maybe 10 different things that you should do. Uh, first and foremost, acknowledge that you've messed up. Acknowledge that you've sinned. That is one of the big mistakes that I think we make is we sin and we mess up and then we continue to do it. We we try to cover it up or we try to uh, avoid the fact that we've sinned and we just kind of stay in our own little world. We kind of just stay to ourselves and we just kind of, we refuse to acknowledge it, you know, plain and simple. I've done it. I've seen others do it. You just refuse to acknowledge that you've sinned, that you messed up and you continue to live in this little fantasy world, I'm going to call it, where you're not, uh, you're not paying attention to reality. You're just not. So number one, you have to acknowledge it. If you won't acknowledge it, then there's no reason to even go on these other steps, right? So most of you, and most of the time, you're going to acknowledge when you mess up. All right, so acknowledge it. Realize that you have sinned, that you've made a mistake. Number two, you got to go to God. You've got to ask him for forgiveness, okay? So if you acknowledge that it's sinful, that it's wrong, then you go to him and you say, God, I messed up. I have sinned, and you have to ask for forgiveness. If you're truly sorry, I mean, which I think that's part of the acknowledging. If you're not acknowledging it, then you're refusing to probably turn from this sin and, you know, ask for forgiveness. But again, you've acknowledged it. You're going to God. You're saying, God, I've messed up. I need help. I I need your forgiveness. And with forgiveness comes that repentance, right? And repentance just means that you're turning from that sin. So that's really step three is turn from it. Refuse to do it again. You've got to stop when you mess up. Again, I see this happen a lot. Refusing to stop doing the sin. You just keep doing it. And sometimes it's because, well, I've already screwed up now. Why stop? Might as well keep going. And you just continue to dig a deeper and deeper and deeper hole, thinking it doesn't matter. I've already, you know, I've already dug a hole. Might as well just keep going. No, people, it does matter. It does matter. Every foot that you're digging, it matters because eventually you're going to want to come out of that hole. And the deeper that you dig yourself, the harder and the more work it's going to take to get out of there. So stop. Stop the mess up. Stop the sin, turn from it, and start your way back out, right? Quit digging the hole, repent. Uh, All right, number four, accept it. Accept that you messed up. Now, this is different than acknowledging it. Acknowledging the sin and mess up just means that you've become aware of it, right? Accepting it means there's no changing Right. Sometimes I like I think we like to dwell and we like to almost imagine that we can be like a Michael J. Fox and we can hop in our DeLorean and go back in time and change things. I wish that were the case, but it's not. You're not going to be able to change 
the action that you did. Now, yes, you can go and you can ask for forgiveness and you can, you know, do various things, but you can't take back what's been, you know, done. Okay. So that's what I mean by accepting it. Realize that it's done. So you dwelling on that mistake, that sin isn't going to help a whole lot. What is going to help a whole lot is moving forward from this point. Um, you've got to you've got to correct the matter. You've got to try to build and move forward. And that's um, kind of going on to number five is once you've accepted it and you realize that you can't go back and change it, um, this is an important one. I mean, they're all important, but this is important to realize, guys, it's not the end of the world. Look, I know a lot of teenagers, you mess up or you or a tragedy happens and you think it's the end of the world, man. Like, you just think, how am I ever going to get over this? Um, you know, I've ruined my reputation. I've lost all my friends or I've lost a boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, my parents are, are never going to look at me the same or never going to love me the same. Or, you know, I don't know all these different things that, that go through your head Guys, it's not that bad. Yes, you could have done something very bad, but it's not the end of the world, okay? It's probably not as bad maybe as you, you've you conjured it up in your head. I mean, it may be, okay? Like, look, we make pretty big mistakes, but my point is it's not the end of the world. Now, listen to me. Do not contemplate and commit suicide. That is never the answer. I promise you, however big the mess up is, you may think that is your only option or that is the best solution. It is not. It is not. It is not. If you are thinking that, you need to seek help immediately, okay? Finish this podcast off because I want you to hear the rest that I have to say, but then you need to find help with suicide prevention. Talk to a professional, but I'm but listen to me, young people. I promise you the answer is never suicide. It, that is a lose-lose situation. I promise you uh, the people that, that love you and care about you, they're still going to love and care about you, okay? Even if it's a boyfriend or girlfriend that breaks up with you, so what, right? You have parents, you have friends, others that love you and, and care about you deeply. I promise you. Um, and as big as the mess up is, it's going to eventually be better, okay? Things are eventually going to going to get better. So please, please, please hear that out, okay? Take a deep breath. <sighs> okay, it's not the end of the world. You are going to overcome this, okay? Things are going to get better, all right? All right, here we go, the next one, number six. Um, if it is a very serious mistake, you you may have to go get your parents involved, okay? Um, I mean, I hope you have a good enough relationship with your parents, or maybe it's a youth pastor, maybe it's another adult in your life that you can go and ask for some wisdom or some help. Um, I understand, look, because I'm one of those people that when I mess up, I want to fix things myself. You know, I want to, I want to, if I got myself in this situation, then I've better figure out how to get myself out of the situation. That's kind of my mindset. That's the way I do things. But I do realize there's times when I can't do things on my own, and I've got to have people to help me. Young people, that may be your your situation. 
Um, I'm all about people trying to help themselves, you know, so I try to teach my kids the same thing. Like before you come and ask for help, show me that you've tried to figure out, you know, whatever, hooking up electronics. Okay. Gavin just the other day was trying to figure out how to hook up the Xbox and he wanted me to help him. I'm like, have you even tried? I've never done it before. So try, at least try, because I bet you can figure it out. It's really not that hard. Um, So he had to go through the troubleshooting, you know, and figure out things for himself. So I think that's good to be a problem solver. However, here's my disclaimer. When we mess up and it's maybe pretty severe or, you know, look, sometimes maybe law enforcement needs to be involved or maybe they're already involved or maybe it's just something bigger out of your control that you just, you can't handle, um, then yeah, there's, there's situations where your parents need to be involved or other adults or again, maybe law enforcement needs to be involved. Um, if it's severe. Okay. All right. Number seven, learn from your mess ups, learn from your mistakes. Again, part of life is living, messing up and then moving on, right? That's, that's really what the majority of life is like that. We we're constantly going through trial and error. We're constantly trying things. They either work, they don't, we move on. If they work, then we continue to do them, maybe improve on them. But things that don't work in life, things that cause pain or agony or, you know, failure, then we, we move on. Look, if you mess up, you need to learn from it. If you learn from it, that is awesome. That is great. If you don't learn from it, it was all for nothing. You went through pain, agony, uh, stress, various consequences for nothing. You're going to have to go through all that again at some point if you do not learn from your mistakes. So learn from your mistakes. And here's the, here's the thing. We're talking about big mess ups. If you will learn from your big mess ups, I promise you, it's going to make you a better person. I promise you guys, you may be saying, how's that the case, man? Like I just really messed up. I've ruined my reputation. People look at me differently. Listen to me. I promise you, if you take the right course, if you continue to improve and you accept responsibility and you build on this, I promise you, it's going to make you a better person. God can use your mistakes, your shortcomings for great things. You have to allow him to do it and you have to work on overcoming those things. And I'm not saying it's an easy process. I'm not saying that, you know, it's a snap of a finger and, and day, you know, day one, you made a mistake, but by day two, you know, things are great and God's using you. No, no, no. There's going to be pain. There's going to be suffering. There's going to be a lot of building, but weeks, maybe months, maybe even years down the road, God can use those things for great. You can become a better individual. You can be, become a better friend, a better a husband, a better wife, a better girlfriend, a better boyfriend, a better son, a better daughter, a better father, a better mother, a better follower of Christ. I promise you. So look for the good there. Learn from the mistakes. Um, number eight. Remember the past, but don't dwell on the past. Okay, like, you know, I think sometimes we just want to forget about the mistakes, right? And we try to move on. And that is pretty good. I mean, <laughs> you'll never really be able to forget about a big mistake. I mean, you'll, you'll always remember that. And I think to some extent that's good, right? Like, if you burn your hand on a stove, you would like to remember that the stove is hot, and if I put my hand on the stove, it's going to hurt. 
if you forget that fully, guess what? You're going to burn your hand every single time that you're near a hot stove because you've forgotten about it. But you're not going to dwell on it, right? You're not going to like all day long be thinking about, oh man, that stove, and eh, man, it burnt my hand. It hurts, man. I don't even want to go near that stove. I, you know, I, I hate that stove and you know, all day long it's affecting you. No, you want to remember. So when the eye is on, you're going to be cautious. You're going to be careful. So when you make a mistake, you're going to remember it. So hopefully you don't do it again. There's a reminder there like, oh yeah, yeah. Don't do that again. That was dumb. That got me in a lot of trouble. That caused a lot of pain and agony. But you're not dwelling on it. You're not just like, woe is me. I can't believe I did that. I'm a loser. I'm a failure. Uh, uh, you know, like just constantly replaying that in your head. That's not going to help you. That's not going to help you move forward. Okay, remember it, but then forget about it as far as dwelling on it and just move forward which is number nine. By not dwelling on things, then you can move forward. I think it's really difficult to move forward if you're constantly dwelling on the mistake or the mess up of the sin. If you will move forward, then you can kind of start putting that in the past. So move forward. Guess what's going to happen in the morning? The sun's going to come up. Well, unless you, unless it's a bad rainy day, okay? But yeah, the sun's going to come up, right? There's going to be a new day. There's going to be a new opportunity to live that day, to make wise decisions, to make good choices, to be the person God has called you to be. So live that next day like God intended for you to. Make smart decisions. Be the person God wants you to be. And then you go to bed at night, You'll feel better about yourself, that you made good decisions that day, that helps build confidence, that helps build reassurance that things are going to be better. And then guess what? Go to bed, you wake up, another new day. Do it again. Over and over and over. Continue to get up, live your life the way God wanted you to. Spend time with Him, stay focused on Him, make wise decisions. That is moving forward. That is helping you build back that confidence maybe that you lost. Maybe you still feel that shame and that regret and, and you feel guilty and you feel like a failure because of maybe the, the sin and the mess ups. But guess what? When you get up and you live another day and you make wise decisions and you do good, it's going to build that confidence back. You're going to be like, okay, you know, yeah, I can do this. God's, God's got a bigger plan. And this is, this is the way God wants me to live, all right? So continue to move forward day after day, making wiser decisions. All right, number 10. Last one. Remember that God loves you. Yes, you messed up. Yes, you made a mistake. Yes, I'm sure it saddened God to see you do whatever it was that you did or say whatever you said or be involved in whatever it was that you were involved in, but... God loves you unconditionally, unconditionally, which means it doesn't matter your action. God still loves you. Now, he obviously wants and desires you to make wise decisions and you reach the potential that God has created you to, to be. And by making mistakes and living sinful life, that obviously is keeping you from living the life that God wants you to live. So if you will 
recognize that God loves you and God's got a bigger plan for you, then that helps with the healing, right? There's that saying that time heals all wounds. And and I mean, I don't know if it truly heals all wounds, but I guarantee you time absolutely helps heal wounds. Absolutely. All the pain and the, the heartache that I've gone through after some time is definitely softened. You know, so time definitely heals those things. So you got to give it time. You messed up. You made mistakes. Keep moving forward day after day. No, you can't hit the fast forward button. Um, But keep going and eventually the time will heal. Okay. Eventually things will feel better and be better. All right. Um, So these are just kind of my final conclusions. Okay. Those are those are the 10 steps. But I want you to think about this. Okay. When when you're remembering living in sin or making mistakes, remember that it's, it's not fun, right? It's, it's exhausting. It will wear you out physically, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually. It's draining to live in sin. You're constantly hiding. You're constantly lying. You're constantly portraying somebody that you're not, um, you're just kind of hiding in the dark, and that is exhausting. You cannot have peace. You're always thinking about, uh, you know, what others are thinking or if they find out, or you're constantly thinking, what if you get caught, or you're constantly thinking, you know, about how to avoid getting caught or, you know, whatever it is, and it's exhausting. It is tiring. You'll never have peace living like that. But remember, if you live the life that God has called you to be and you're making wise decisions, again, you're not going to live perfect. You're going to make mistakes. But if you're living and you're truly trying to make wise decisions, you're truly trying to live like Christ wants you to live, you know how freeing that is? Man, you can have this internal peace now. You know, with the world around us and all the craziness, you may not have external peace in that sense, but you can have internal peace. You can have a peace with God knowing that you're doing your best, that you, you, you're living a life for Him, that you're trying to be all that God has created you be, and that you're growing, you're maturing, you're improving every day. You're not hiding something. You're not trying to cover up something. You know, nobody has something, uh, you know, a piece of information on you or leverage on you or something that they can use to, to blackmail you or to you know, you know, con you into doing something, right? If you're living the way God wants you to live, you don't have to worry about all those things, right? You, you can live at peace. You can live with joy and not have to worry about all those things. Look, there's plenty of things of life that you have to worry with and stress about. Why in the world would we want to add to that? We don't. So don't live constantly sinning and making poor decisions because that just adds to the complicated part of life. That just adds to the stress of life. That just adds to the pain and agony that life is already going to deal you. So stop doing that stuff. You want more peace in your life? Make make smart decisions. That is the truth. You can live in the light. You know, you're not worried about the light exposing you because you're living according to the way God wants you to live. 
And I'm telling you, that is so freeing. If you've been living with lies and with sin and, and trying to avoid people and avoid them to finding out, you are, uh, it is going to wear you out at some point. Look, I've watched a bunch of uh, you know, fugitives on the run type shows, and it is pretty crazy. The amount of these people that fugitives, they've been on the run for years a lot of times, and when they finally get caught, you know how many of them are relieved? A ton of them. They are absolutely relieved that they get caught. They said it's so tiring being on the run. It's exhausting. They're constantly looking over their shoulder. They're constantly wondering, is this person, do they know who I am? Or is this person going to turn me in? Or can I do this? Or can I do that? And they're constantly hiding. They're constantly living in the dark. They're constantly worried and stressed. They cannot live a free life. They're fugitives. They're on the run. That is a miserable way to live. Now, it may be exciting for the first couple of days or weeks. You, you know, you kind of get an adrenaline rush, an adrenaline rush with it, but eventually it wears you out. And these criminals, they said, man, I'm so relieved. I'm ready to go to jail, man. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of being on the run. I'm, I'm actually very grateful and thankful that I got caught. Guys, if you're living in sin, you're living in making mistakes, you're a fugitive. You're a fugitive on the run. You're a, you're a sinful fugitive on the run. You're running. You're trying to run from God. You're trying to run from those around you. It's exhausting. It's going to wear you out. It's no way to live. It's not the way God intended you to be. So stop messing up, right? Stop continuing to sin. And again, if you made the big mistakes, go through these things, right? And keep moving forward. There will be another day. There is a more life to be lived, I promise you, especially you teenagers, you think your teenage years are everything, man. You, you, you have college life, you college people, you think that's it. No, you have uh, life ahead of you, getting married, having kids, having families and careers, all those things ahead of you. And even then, if you've messed up, there's still plenty of life to be lived, okay? So don't think that it's over, right? Move forward. Ask for help, you know, especially from God. Ask God to give you wisdom. Ask God to, you know, obviously forgive whatever you've done, but give you the wisdom and strength to move forward, to be smarter, to grow from it. And I promise you, he can turn those bad things, those mess-ups, those really, really big mess-ups into things that will make you a better human being, a better follower of Christ. Guys, I love you, and as always, if you need me, if you need to reach out to me, please do. Um, my email's in the show notes. As always, um, if you found this to be valuable or helpful, please pass it along. I guarantee you someone needs to hear this podcast. I promise you someone has made a mistake that needs to hear this, so pass this along and let this be an encouragement to them. Guys, love you. Catch you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.